Hello and welcome to the Book Bat Podcast, where we like to do... What do we like to do, sweetie? Or what are we doing here? We're helping you navigate and explore the world of Christian fantasy books. Yeah, that. And today, we are going to reveal the origins of six different fantasy creatures. Six? Hmm. Yeah. Why not seven? Because six is what I highlighted <laughs> as what I found most interesting. So these are all from, this information is all from The Mythic Bestiary by historian Tony Allen. Is it bestiary or bestiary? I guess technically it's a bestiary. Okay. So I know it's spelled bestiary, but I've always heard it told said bestiary. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be bestiary. Okay, okay. That makes sense. All right. Are you ready? Number one. Zombies. Couldn't you have put that one like hidden in the middle or something like that? You had Sorry, to Sorry, I did it in order of how they show up in the book. Oh, so. okay, 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 fine. <laughs> but it's just like zombies. The thing that there was this weird craze of it. What was it in the late 2000s, early 2010s? There was this mm-hmm. zombie craze. Yeah. Which is why we got Fear of the Walking Dead or whatever the heck that thing is that won't go away. Just so. won't. So the original concept of zombies uh, is different than what we have in, yeah, modern incarnations. Somehow that does not surprise me one little bit. So the original concept came from Africa and Haiti. Uh, the idea that certain witch doctors could put people into a kind of zombified state to control them as a form of slavery, basically. Uh, and it's believed that that may have actually been the case that they used special drugs to basically put people into a drug-induced state and then keep them as slaves. Like as in the person becomes dependent on the drug or? Uh, The person becomes largely incapacitated and more under the control of the witch doctor kind of thing. Mm. Uh, But the concept of zombies was changed with the 1968 movie Night of the Living Dead, where they kind of blended it with some other undead concepts. Like the ancient tradition of ghouls from Arabic legend, where they want to eat human flesh kind of thing. Oh, so, so the that's idea of the zombies, yeah, chasing after people and wanting to eat So that's more of people. a ghoul thing yeah. as opposed to... As opposed to the traditional zombie idea. The traditional zombie is just somebody who's largely out of it and... Call it a drug-induced slave of a witch doctor, basically. And You've it really gotten away from Possibly the... an actual thing. Yeah, we've really gotten away from the whole drug-induced slavery thing. Probably because it wouldn't sell too well on (laughs) t-shirts. But yes, so the modern incarnation is pretty recent, 1968. A lot of weird things came out in the 60s. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We only missed it by about three decades. (laughs) So, number two, elves. Did somebody say Elvis? (laughs) No, elves. (laughs) Like it, I very much. <laughs> uh, it shouldn't be too surprising since Tolkien used them. Uh, they come from Norse mythology. Tolkien was a big fan of Norse mythology. Yes, very big fan, which is why it's only mildly surprising that there was never somebody who wandered around with a giant hammer for no reason in his books. <laughs> so number three, fairies. Wait, whoa, 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 you just glossed over elves. So, so is that what? all? That, that's what I had to say. 
That's all you have to say on elves. They're from Norse mythology. That's pretty straightforward. So are they any different than what the current incarnation? Tolkien's kind of take on them is more similar to the Norse mythology idea. Okay, so his, well, obviously being so taken on it, is... Fair beings that are very human-like, but maybe more beautiful than humans and have some sense of superior understanding. And don't die, at least not within human lifespans. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Carry on to fairies. So, uh, I would say nowadays we use the term fairy a bit ambiguously. You mean like with Tinkerbell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> But the word fairy actually comes from the Latin word for fate, and it is... Oh, I thought it was a spinoff of the word fair. So they're no, supposed to be apparently beautiful not. beans or something like that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Apparently, it's probably going from the Latin fate, and it's linking the idea of the fates from Greek and Roman mythology. So the beings who, at the beginning of a person's life, at their birth, would determine their destiny. So the idea is that fairies are kind of beings who uh, influence the destiny of various people. So the concept of the fairy godmother would be closer to that sort of thinking. Oh, as opposed to the whole Tinkerbell of a miniature person just flying around doing weird little things. Yeah. Number four, werewolves. Where's the wolf? Where's the wolf? (laughs) (laughs) So... Where beasts is a pretty ancient concept that's pretty much global. Uh, in certain in Europe, it was werewolves, and various other countries, it would Wouldn't be things fonts like fonts and centaurs qualify as that sort of thing. More like humans turning into certain animals, usually um, aggressive, predatory animals, as opposed to fonts and centaurs, who are always what they are. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, but in certain time periods kind of around the Middle Ages, there were werewolf hunts in the same way that there were witch hunts. How do you hunt for a werewolf? It's not like you actively all of a sudden see someone turn into a wolf in the middle of the day. Okay, no, but if there was a rash of killings and a wolf was seen fleeing from the scene or, yeah, something like that, it was assumed there were various ways of diagnosing it was a werewolf. But it is believed that in some of these cases... It was serial killers who wore wolf skins to try to disguise themselves. That sounds like a native hunting strategy for bison. Yeah, except this was Europe. <laughs> yeah. Seeing a wolf running away from a dead body doesn't say a whole lot. Who's to say the wolf didn't just smell the dead body? It was like, hey, free meal ticket. This would be like in a village, there'd suddenly be a rash of the one of the instances he brings up was between 60 to 100 people killed by reportedly a wolf, but sometimes they saw it running on two legs. So probably actually a person wearing a wolf skin. That's just weird. That but anyway, they would try to figure out who these people were and burn them at the stake like they would witches kind of thing. So, But wouldn't that just be as murderers? It so they happened to wear a wolf skin. That doesn't mean that they were actually It was just, wolves. it was guessed that, it was believed at that time period that werewolves existed. So that what, the that they were actually the overtook the human spirit, causing them to be these murderous fiends. Yeah, some people had magical, had put themselves into magical rituals and stuff. So kind of the same concept of using witchcraft to be a witch. You use witchcraft to make yourself a werewolf kind of thing. David. Number five. 
vampires come from Eastern Europe. But there was a time period when it was very popular. The concept we have of vampires today is a little bit different because there was a wave. You mean of... always going around shirtless with six packs? <laughs> okay, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but things like them being sorry, I can't resist that one. Uh, for a long time, it was they were seen as like nobility with this thirst for blood, uh, and the idea of them turning into bats and the idea that they cast no shadow. Those all came from books that were more recent. Brian Stoker's book, Dracula. So like books from 1800s. And so... Wait, that's when that book's from? Yeah, that was, I want to say 1895, 1896, somewhere in there. Huh. Okay, sorry. I had no idea the book was that old. I've mm-hmm. never read it personally. It's on Neither the list. I. What? You keep talking about it like you have. I've heard people talk about it who have read it who think highly of it. I heard from a friend of a friend of a cousin <laughs> of a friend that he heard Iron Man Wednesday. But Dracula was just it, like one in several different authors wrote various books about vampires that kind of morphed the modern day legend kind of thing. Okay, so when did Dracula become the sort of head of the vampire thing? It might just be because that book was the most popular i mean it the mythic bestiary uh, tony allen lists a bunch of different books that morphed the vampire legend or made it more popular mm. and uh, the only one i recognized was dracula number six merfolk who are not all sweet and innocent <laughs> da, da, da. spoilers so the concept is actually very ancient well yeah people have been sailing for a lot longer than the little mermaid sorry <laughs> And there are signs of it in the ancient Near East uh, where various deities or hero figures were half fish, half human. Makes sense. You spend enough time around the water, you know, the hero would be someone who could actually survive in water. (laughs) But were they all these stunningly beautiful people who could sing like angels? I don't know about the singing like angels part. So you're saying that the Little Mermaid is is more of a ripoff of a siren? Yeah, yeah. it seems mermaid. we've kind of blended the siren myth with merfolk. Uh, but I mean, they were gods. <laughs> so probably attractive. I don't know about the singing part, though. <laughs> All right. Another thing this book has in it is a set of weird. So we're going to go for this bonus one. Weird fantasy creatures. So there was seven. The, yeah, the seventh is the periton. I want to talk about this because it's it just stood out to me. So it's like an obese Perry the Platypus? No. Perry the Platypus! It is a deer with wings that casts a human shadow and hates humanity and wants to kill people. The person who wrote about the Periton was a scholar who claimed he had read other sources about it and had gotten it from these different sources. Nobody has ever found these references, so it's assumed he was joking. Okay, so... And it was just a creature he made up. So this is a... Go over the description again, okay? I'm trying to picture this It is a deer Mm -hmm. with wings, kind of like a pegasus, but a deer instead of a horse. That actually works a lot better than a horse. Horses I I think it works. Horses are way too chunky. Deer have much more of a slim build. I think it could make for a very attractive creature, yes. Uh, Really? You want to see a moose with wings? Not a moose with wings. (laughs) Well, a moose is a deer, so get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Some other type of deer with wings, like... I don't know. I can't see a caribou with wings. That won't quite work. I would say, like, kind of invent a new deer. Make it sleek. Have you seen a white tail? You're describing a white tail deer. Pretty similar to white tail, but maybe with antlers a little bit more like an elk. I think that would be cool. 
Nah, it just goes straight out for an elk. Just straight out elk. Some right. big, powerful wings. Yeah. Elk are a little more regal looking. They are. So it's a deer with wings. That casts a human shadow. Well, why a human shadow? Because that's a wacky feature to add to it. It's a mythical, magical creature that casts a human shadow, even though it's... You should have cashed in those magic points on something else. <laughs> And they are the mortal enemies of humans. Because I guess because humans keep shooting deer. <laughs> well, they don't see the shadow. They're not looking at the shadow. They're <laughs> looking at the actual target. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm not blaming the humans for this one. <laughs> so that is it for this episode. Thank you for joining us. Wow, that is a very short episode, sweetie. And you're just going to gloss over the fact that people can find this podcast on their Apple Podcasts. And it'd be great if they could subscribe and leave a rating and maybe a comment, you know, all that stuff. And how they can follow us at book-bat.com or you on Facebook at book-bat, I believe. Yep. I assumed you were going to fill all that in, so. You assume a lot in this world, I find. <laughs> We're going to have to work on that. And would you care to drop a teaser as to what the next podcast will be about? Do we know what the next podcast will be about? Yes. Oh, it is going to be about manga. Of course. Manga is amazing. And the podcast is going to be amazing because it'll be about manga, which is amazing. So there. All right. See you then. Awesome.